was a problem with the SD card. It got full. Mike said it's never happened before. That's true. I always am just splitting between so many different SD cards that they never get full. That's crazy to me. You got too many SDs flowing around. I got way too many, dude. Too I'm talking uh, memory. that I can name just by sight, like just from like memory of experience or they whatever. Names? Well, I put different color and type of stickers on every single SD card that I have. Okay, so I go okay. like, that's the one with two cats. That's yeah. the one with the giraffe. That's yeah. the one with the one cat. That's the one with the dog. That's the one we shall not name. And that's the one with the dinosaur. Well, Voldemort sticker on that one. Yes. So that's fun. I like that you do that. You organize yourself. You organize your life. But then they're everywhere and they're not organized at all. And well, I'm always get, missing them. But think of it this way. If you yeah. the one with one cat, where's that going to be? Probably in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The one with two cats, where's that going to be? Probably in the bed. They're in playing the bed, around. They're the, having, oh, playing around. Yeah. I <laughs> just, you don't know what they look like, but there's like obvious sexual you're tension. They're fucking in they're the fucking each the other because uh, they got uh, obvious sexual uh, tension. Whatever, dude. Whatever. And then the giraffe, that mm-hmm. one's probably outside trying to be a giraffe. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying next time I lose them, I should try and find them in their natural habitats. That's what I'm saying, of course. You bestowed upon them a sticker that is an identifier, uh-huh. right? And don't you think they're going to adopt those And then the one that shall not be named, it's just always right behind me. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's a, that one is probably the hardest to find because it's probably trying to make its way to England mm-hmm. to attack Daniel Radcliffe, who ironically is actually in New York doing Broadway plays. Yeah, he was really, he, as far as the British, British people go who are just taking our jobs. Come on. Daniel Radcliffe's number one, but we like it. I, I'm down with we it. We support it. And he's actually, in my mind, one of the all-time short kings. Yeah, he is. Because he is an itty-bitty. I saw him at the gym once, and I was shocked at how small he was. But I but then I, I literally looked at him, and then uh, that My Hero song by the Foo Fighters played in my head, and I was just like nodding yes. and kind of flexing a little bit. Well, look, bit. man, he'd be that short, too, if the pressure of the world was on your yeah. shoulders holding it down, but yet he still stands tall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if you get fame too early, it stunts your growth. That's Fact. That's just well known. It's, it's the same as weightlifting. That's why you do not have tomatoes until you're at least 18 or older. That citric acid inside that's going to fuck you up. Now we're excited to get right into it today because we what we have today that we don't normally have is we have that high, fast paced manic energy of guys who are slinging proteins and different other little pills that you Amino can take acids. online. <laughs> we got those guys. It, it's kind of like we both have two of those guys running on two different gerbil balls. <laughs> Blesses. Thank you. In our heads right now, and they're just keeping. Keeping it all going. Yeah. I, now, what's weird is I don't normally say, and I, in fact, I never say God bless you, mm-hmm. mainly because I feel like it's like a Pavlovian response I'm really aware of. And so I still will kind of think it a little bit when someone sneezes, but I go like, I don't want to just have to give in to my Pavlovian conditioning. I will say that during our recordings, I have seen you become more and more religious. Yeah. And I think that this show is actually bringing you back into the bosom of Christ. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. And I think there's a really interesting. Oh, you think and, that's what me just saying blesses indicates? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm not 110 on that, nor would I ever judge oh, or like, dude, I would eat so much Eucharist right now. <laughs> you can only have one. Yeah, no. But when I was an altar server, I used to just steal like hundreds and yeah, hundreds and hundreds of Eucharist, pieces. Man. Those are yeah, delicious little wafers. Those little pieces of bread, right? Yeah. Okay, they have not yet been, uh, you know, 
They've been given the blessing well, to as turn a, into as the an body. altar server in grammar school when I was in like fifth, Kel- sixth, Kelsey grammar fifth, <laughs> fifth through eighth grade. I do remember at a certain point realizing that if I if I volunteered to do that, I could always miss my first period on a Monday or a Wednesday. Come on. So of course I'm going to go, go do, that. do that. And then an, an influence, uh, just like another random kid who was an altar server, he showed me that we could drink some of the wine and eat some of the <laughs> wow. wafers. He showed you that. He's like, you're not going to pop this stuff. It was shocking. It was completely shocking. Shocking. That's why, and, and then, but I, I think I only drank the wine one time, and I felt so guilty and scared. But I, I would have the wafers in my pocket all day long. Oh, I'd be em. nipping on them. Yeah, pop em. I do think that we should make. I mean, this is just a tangent here, but I think like it's obviously going to what we were speaking about. Okay, um, but I, th- I think the Eucharist should be actual like sandwiches. I know we talked about this yeah. a little bit, but give me a substantial munch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I do think at the very least there should be a little squirt of mustard on there. Come on, if you're so inclined, well, there at least should be a condiment table. Yeah, <laughs> like- yeah, there should be an option of something you could dip it into because. Then you, you also learn a lot about the parishioners. And you mean, know what they're into. I'm going to probably dip it in the, let's say, Mediterranean hummus. That's what I'm going to go for. And that also you got goes some in, pine nuts hey, on it there. It goes in line with the region of Christ. You know what I mean? It's like, it makes sense. No, exactly. It's like, yes, you know, like foods, like foods. Yeah. So welcome to You Know What I Would Do, the podcast where two guys are talking about how the hell are they doing it? And let me tell you, it's doing it well. We have an audience do do submitted to us. And if you have one, you can send it to us at youknowpod at gmail. And we will eat that doo-doo right up. That's what we're here to do. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, Here we go. This uh, starts as such. Hi, guys. My wife was listening to a podcast on a road trip recently, and they called their fans, listeners, gigglers. Mm. Okay, so this is from Javier. So Javier, remember he submitted his... I'm not sure. Okay. Well, okay. Well, anyway, so anyway, his wife (laughs) has called the fans of their, of this podcast, another one called Gigglers. Okay. That got me thinking about other fandom names like Trekkies, Deadheads, et cetera. And then I thought, what do we, you know what I would do fans call ourselves? Is it, you know what I would doers? Probably not. You know what I would dookies? Mm. You knowers? What would you do about fandom names Javier, this is great. Yeah, that is. And great. I don't think that we can ever. Can we say what the like a fandom is like? If you have to, you have to be a part of it and name it yourself. It does right? feel like yeah, it's a self naming situation. Yeah. Like on um, we have no power over that on Lauren's yeah. podcast. Freedom, th- those fans voted and they named themselves the Piss Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I understand as I understand, there was a fully democratic vote that had Man. nothing to do with Paul, Scott, and Lauren, That's and they just landed on the Piss Pigs. It wasn't rigged in any way. I love and that. They're all little piss heads. I will say this though, and I'm aware that the last, the one we got to the audience do do's, etc. When we got yeah. there, you said it wasn't democratic. Yeah. Because there wasn't a voting system, I guess, in place. But in ours, were, yeah. Oh, it was definitely not. The whole system was completely rigged. <laughs> I don't think it was. It was. It was not. Yeah. There was nothing rigged against. I've it. never been able to see inside the email because you don't ask. I've asked a bunch of times well, for the password. Well, then come over, bud. Just and then so you go like, I gotta verify you on DuckDuckGo. I'm like, get the fuck out of here it's with a your safe browser. It's just okay, it's, it, everything pop-ups. gets very very complicated with you you send me a password you send me a password that's 900 characters long and then i have to give it my social why is that a problem because i've already given you my social like a hundred times but it, now you have to give it to the password but it i'm tired of having you. to give it out just you give it i'm not you but bud. you have my thing and you use it all the time for everything because sometimes i need to be you to actually you're writing passwords. it on napkins at restaurants i forget what it is but then why do you remember you remember it very clearly when you write it on the napkin yeah because i'm drunk right there you go i better write this down so i don't forget i'm like no one is showing you 
you're not copying it down from something. You just know it I off leave, the top of your head. And I leave and then you it write there. it on a napkin and then you leave it. Because if I ever come back, I need to know. I'm like, that's where I left it. But people are going to look at that for at least one second and think it's a phone number. No, they're not. They're going to know. It says Mike Castle's social security <laughs> well, number. Yeah, right now, that now that you started labeling it, but before it was just the numbers. Yeah, because that scared me. I was like, no one's going to call this, okay? <laughs> All right. So, Javi, you want to know, what would you do? about fandom names we already got to that why'd you just go back to that because we were so far off but we're, we're, we're able talking to go about back your social security I don't know, number I bud i don't know why you get so concerned about this the people the people find their way back when they're listening i don't know i want to make sure that because I, I this is what i do know it, i know it confuses me so much because you do nothing but go on tangents and yet if i go with you you're like come on bud we gotta stay on task and you sit up and act like you're a like the most professional person here and you're like anyway as javier was saying like what the fuck are you talking about i'm talking about what javier yeah i doing. know That's what i I'm understand about, okay? i understand and the most professional yeah but i'm the only one who wears a suit i just think that it's you know it's a it's a tricky thing because i it, it does have hap it does have ha- <laughs> take your time it does have to happen organically the name and you know, when we when you, we were first pitching the premise of doing a podcast together, it was literally you saying the name. What if we called it? You know what I would do. It's to me, it 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 pulls me in because it's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like it's such an unbelievably stupid title that it. I love it. It's great. And and so you know, for that same reason, I just go. I don't know. I don't know. It's it almost might be too hard to make a good one out of it because it's so inherently stupid. Well, I think the piss pigs is a great example of it. it has to be something yeah. so out of left field. It can't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Right. You just gotta like let's just organically just like like you said like let it flow. You like everyone just do a hero dose of something yeah and then everyone going oh go to the woods maybe you find each other again maybe you don't but like if you can etch in some wood you know if you're lost and you're like on the last like day of like 20 yeah. you know what do you think the name is and then like oh when we find you we're like oh shit that was their name yeah and we'll bring it in I and then know. we'll know you're a real fan exactly and like to be fair i don't know if it's gonna make it yeah i don't know if it's gonna make it all the way to the end but nonetheless it's something that can go down in history it's like oh that was a suggestion from you know the recently deceased Javier. Yeah, Javier just passed out there. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I would do about fandom names. Yeah. I, I would create, honestly, I'd create like a public center, right? Mm. Like a library mm. that you could go into and it was just specifically for fandom names. And you can go in there and you could punch in any name you wanted to. And it would go through the annals of history trying to find, is any group named after this? Because if there's one thing you don't want to be associated with, it's white supremacist. Yeah. So hopefully like yeah. maybe there's something in yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, remember how many times I would randomly say I'm not an America first guy and I just meant I'm not really patriotic <laughs> and they're like, that's like a, that's a right wing thing. I was yeah. like, it is. Yes, dude. So it, crazy. All those things. So they're co-opting all the same. We got to make sure yeah. we know what that is so we can, when we hear it out, we call it and go, that's fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. It smells like shit. That's a great, great idea. So but having just that information in there, right? Not only just for that, but just because you also don't want to take like trekkies for instance if someone was listening to this podcast be like, i think we should all be called trekkies mm-hmm. you know like you don't know that that's what star trek fans are called like come on but yeah and like i just done i just yeah. done i don't listen to that stuff <laughs> i was like okay that's fair all right but yeah. still that's a really i don't popular. listen to that stuff no, that's about star trek <laughs> <laughs> uh. they're so unfamiliar they don't yeah. even know what medium it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost on. like they're protesting too much though and trying to pretend they think it's a band yeah you're like i'm sure i've dude. never even heard of that cd are you kidding me <laughs> and how many do they have uh, cd here, here's what i would do about uh Naming the band sort of or, or naming the, the fan group or whatever. I, I would go to a thing like the Pokemon Astics thing we talked about a few yeah. weeks ago. And 
you know, where they kind of just like have people get quizzed on a thing that has no answers. Yep. And I would just, you know, I would pay that place to have, you know, more unknown indie podcasts like our own. Wow. Put our names on there. And then you just, you know, hundreds of people a day who are taking these random tests. Everyone writes down what they think the fan group should be called for each of those things. Yeah. And then we just go with whatever the... I love the that. Best it's kind of pay to play, but everyone's listening to it. And maybe if you listen to it in that kind of establishment, it yeah. doubles or quadruples the view. Yeah. Right. And that number that boosts our numbers. Yeah. Right. They have to subscribe. Uh-huh. Right. And then maybe okay, yours is kind of an addendum to mine. You're saying because <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. just like you're kind of like a PR guy that just walked into the room where I cast my private vote. I'm professional. Yeah. So I'm in, and then we also have some device that scans their debit or credit card. Yeah. <laughs> we have and access. Then, but then none of this is in your. You know what I would do? Correct. No. No. Yeah. So you just stepped over here into mine. Is that arm, a problem? Arms cross kind of walking through the condition live set and i'm just trying to boost it up yeah i'm just saying like you got a great foundation yeah why don't we add another tier with the balcony and i absolutely love that that's what i'm saying all right javi thank you so much for submitting that and again if you have another one please email us at you know pod at gmail.com and thank you gmail thank you thank you gmail <laughs> thank you thank Google. you to the abc corporation thank you thank you <laughs> I believe that this has more of an impact on your life than mine, even though it touches all of us. Okay. I'm talking about shotgunning beers. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting that you think that. Why do you think that? Because I'm from an alcoholic neighborhood in Chicago. (laughs) I just, just because like you've spent like a, like a couple hours in that neighborhood. So you have a general idea of what it's like there. I saw the people mowing their lawns. Yeah. I know it goes yeah, down. At, at every turn, every time they turn the the lawnmower around, they shotgun a beer. Shotgun a beer, but I feel like beer, nine a.m. beer is uh, more of a coveted liquor in the in in Chicago than it is in Miami. I feel like people like mm. vodka, tequila more than they do. Ooh, wait, beer. beer's not a liquor, right? Isn't beer it's considered alcohol. separate? Yeah, it's alcohol. Like, but then why would it say we have beer and liquor here? Because uh, those are two separate things. Yeah, but so you said it's more of a coveted liquor. Yeah, like you have malt liquor. I, I just wanted get, to split that like hair. A, I just wanted to split that hair fine, if you don't bud. mind. Look, no, but you're right, because you guys are a little bit more concerned about the beach bods right. on the East Coast mm-hmm. in Florida. Yes. Florida. And it's easier to mix a Red Bull and vodka yeah. than a Red Bull and Natty Light. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just not the same kind of mix. God damn. Do you, what was the first beer you ever tasted? Natty Light. Natty Light. Yeah. Mine was Coors Actually, Light. Actually, no, the first beer I ever tasted was a Presidente. Oh, I don't even know what that is. So that's Dominican beer. Really oh, okay. Yeah. Brown? The bottle? Yeah. Green. Oh, I can't picture it at all. I, I like almost thought I could picture it. Maybe it's regional. Yeah, maybe. And how did you have it? What was the scenario? The scenario was, uh, you know what? Family's drinking some. You know, the, everyone's a little lit. How go, old were you? Probably 12 or something like that. Oh, oh but then, but you didn't know. drink alcohol like until I was in, a, in no, an actual like a way sip. until you were you 21. Mean, like my first sip sip. Like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, I did oh. mean, I did mean like the first time that oh, you were like illicitly drinking or oh, whatever yeah. well, it was. Well, no, I didn't. I, like, I, the first time I drank, it was like, I was legal. But isn't uh, that interesting, you guys? Isn't that interesting? I was straight edge until I was 21. He's trying to blow right by it. It's just, it's crazy. It's also like nothing that that's a Surprising to me, like thinking back on it, like also thinking of how everyone drank back then. I was aware that no one liked all the taste. Way scarier in Miami to me as well. Like there, it's where I'm like, everywhere. Like, no, I know, but there, I'm like, it, it's it just feels like everyone's like a little bit more intense because well, they're like is, warmer. This is what I mean by like everyone. People weren't trying to sneak like a beer. They yeah. were sneaking handles of vodka. Yeah, like yeah. you know that kind of shit. It was it was liquor that that was the prized commodity, right? Yeah. No give a shit about beer. What's beer gonna do, huh? Yeah, what the fuck is beer? You got to drink like four of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then everyone just has a handle of vodka to themselves. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember w- what people were drinking. Hypnotic was like a, a big drink as well. And the, uh, they 
I, I remember everyone just like hating the way it tasted. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I had, I would have a sip or something. I at one time I was like, I guess I'll just try something. Yeah. And then it, it was so disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, so we got to force ourselves to like this thing that we don't even like. And then just to get drunk, I was like, that sounds dumb. I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. But my palate has changed and like, I like briny your stuff. So, you know. Yeah. It's weird. The things that now do taste good. But th- so that's what I mean by like, I was like, okay, I didn't, I never, I didn't have any interest in mainly because it didn't taste good. Yeah. And beer. Oh my God. It tastes like such shit, but there was such like a pull to it or something. Cool as fuck. When you're a teen or something. Yeah. Or just anything. I don't know. Like you're just like wanting to escape this rigorous sort of like academic world you're in or, or like being prisoners under your parents or something. It's also taboo. So it's like cool to do it. Yeah. And all that shit. Yeah. And there's no instruction on like a when or how or why. It's like it, 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 no one is teaching you like, listen, this is going to be around you all the time. Yeah. This is going to be influenced in like so many factors. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rush, yeah, actually. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. 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 That's sort of something I didn't understand until I was older. I was like, oh, it's actually I didn't need to drink it all in high school. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, you have the rest of your yeah, life yeah. to do this. Don't don't worry about it. It was always like, you can't do it. You don't know what. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I drank a lot in high school. Every I think most people did. Yeah. I think a lot of people got their like baptism into like alcohol poisoning by yeah, doing that yeah. shit. Because the, the first one I could ever I ever got, my friend who was older, Dan, had a fake ID and he would always buy me spiced rum, Captain Morgan. And that was like the first liquor I ever tasted. Classy and I, guy. And I, I thought it was all like that. I was like, this is oh, it's I, I've never had it since then, ever, ever again, <laughs> no, obviously. But no. uh yeah, it's a whole weird thing. But I've actually never shotgunned a beer. Interesting. I, it's kind of one of those things where I always go like, I assume I'll be forced to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then like there have been a few times where it looks like someone's going to force me to do it. And then I kind of deftly avoided it uh-huh. and I just never had to do it. It is a specific kind of person, but that also influenced heavily by the environment. I feel like yes. if you're at a NASCAR event, you're at a tailgate, yeah, yeah. you're at any outdoor sporting event. Well, I was going to say it's a lot of types of sports that I don't watch. It's like predominantly football guys. Yeah, basketball, they don't baseball. Yeah, you never see people shotgunning beers you know, watching basketball. No tailgating outside the game's yeah, pretty yeah. quick you know what i mean football games are all day yeah that's like six yeah. hours eight hours so like yeah we're gonna have to shotgun this beer yeah i have to get drunk quickly because it's an eight hour event it i made more I, sense for basketball because it's a quicker game yeah <laughs> like, yeah I true chug this beer oh i saw this thing the other day where it was like some competition where it's like career runners and then every mile they have to shotgun a beer and then keep running career. You mean like, like actual, like long, distance like professional runners. runners. Yeah. Yeah. And then like a guy set a record and he lost his shoe after like the first mile or something, but <laughs> watching them all shotgunning the beers and it's all these like professional runners. So they're like very thin. Yeah, so yeah. you're like seeing them shotgun beer. It looked like a good time. I, every time I've looked at like tour de France, uh, images, uh, and like documentaries, uh-huh. yeah, I'm always looking for like, Hey, what do you do? Like after the yeah, race? Yeah, Cause yeah. I, I'm always like, wait, this, you take breaks. And then when they're in these, small towns or in these cities they just get shammered they just go and just oh, like, you have to <laughs> but they can't they're like burning all these calories anyway yeah yeah like got beers bread on and like you know in liquid so form do they get drunk faster or slower i don't know like big athletes I, you know this is who, a good experiment like for us metabolizing like, so quickly we have to get shredded redded yeah and then we got to go out there and do these kind of long distance stuff yeah get those beers shocking them and then we can do like a download right on the pod mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so people can get like i will a, say one thing that always shocks me with shotgunning beer is when i I'm around a group of people. We have a few friend groups where it's like when you're around them, they're like the the casualness with which they will shotgun beer makes you go like, you're doing that all the time. All the time. I've never done that once in my life. And you're doing it like 
It's the first beer of the day, and you're all doing that. Yeah, it's like, have, wow, how do you all do that? One house key that's just been destroyed <laughs> by pressing yeah. into so yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has generational Mickle. rust on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't also get like chugging a carbonated beer. And Although, have you ever seen anyone who's really good at chugging, like in real life? Yes, it's it is. A, it, when, if you're really good at it, I love to see. I it. mean, it is an amazing magic trick, but at yeah. the same time, like, what is going on at right, home? That right. ain't good, dude. No, no, no. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of. There it is. Shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand shotgunning. I culturally it's outside of my purview. I don't you well, know. Well, I, I what one aspect of it that I understand is getting drunk faster. Sure. I yes. assume that's happening, right? It has if you're to. pounding that. It has to. Um that's as close as I come to understanding it. I don't get it. But it but it also seems to be something that's a rallying cry as well. Someone Doesn't it who, seem a little scary to you? Shotgun in a beer? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like I it. Got, like, there's like that aluminum. It's all cut up right there. <laughs> I don't want to cut my little, tongue's going to get in there. <laughs> I, but I, whenever I've seen videos of someone yeah. doing that, it, everyone stops. Look at the shotgun in the beer. Yeah. It's like, it's not that crazy of a feat. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But it's also the embodiment of let's go energy. You know where it started for me? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. Shotgun in beers and just like ripping them, like ripping the tops over and just, he would just dump the beers over himself. Yeah, yeah. Never really drink any of it, but it looked cool. And that's like kind of how I I want to embrace drinking yeah, beer. Yeah, makes sense. It's just throwing it all over my face, but I can't do that at a bar. But wouldn't he, he would he would crack like six at once yes. and just dump it and over just himself. Dump it, yeah. get all sticky and then go rustle, rustle another guy. That was yeah. legit. He actually brought in a, uh, a giant uh, tanker full of beer and like hosed down oh, yeah. everybody. That was fucking legit. This is what I would do about shotgunning beer, okay? What I would do is I would actually have in a six pack. All right? People want to shotgun beers. That's fine. <laughs> but I want you to know that one of the beers, all right, is like a small um, capsule that can explode just like a shotgun shell. Oh, wow. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you. Probably because right? it's going to hurt you. Right? It's, it's not not going to hurt you. It's not going to It hurt. explodes like a shotgun shell. Yes. Okay. I little pieces of metal you. fly everywhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, so like whenever you're shotgun in a beer, that's kind of like the fun game when you're drunk. You're like, okay. Okay. It's, it's one in six. One in six. That's <laughs> like, that's actually a pretty high probability. Well, then make the, the packs bigger. I don't know what to tell you, but like, but what it's a, still going to be one in six. Yes. It's fine. But one in six of like, and you got 80 beers. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's not bad. But one in six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like, so everyone's having a good time. But guess what? One guy does it. Ah, oh my god, he actually got sh- got a shotgun beer. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Let's because even when people are saying I'm shotgunning beer, that's not a shotgun. Yeah. People are shotgunning weed. I'm like, no, you're smoking out of a shotgun barrel. That makes sense. Right. Shotgunning a beer, like that's not a shotgun. That's yeah. just you puncturing it with a key and then ripping the top open and then drinking it like that really quickly. That's not. I don't even know where the fuck that came from. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. So why don't we make some sense into the name? Unless you want to change the name, which I'm not going for. But like, I put a little shotgun. I shotgun. almost do feel like it would be a little bit better to just change the name. <laughs> like it's you're saying little... that we have to change how we do it and the level of intensity and danger. I'm not saying... in order to fit the name. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying let's not fit the name um, then. The, the name is a name, bud. The name is the name. It's been decided. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying change the way you do. I'm just saying be aware there might be. A- now there's gonna be consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, I would I would kind of do. I'm actually a little bit on the same tip as you, which is that like I'm doing a little bit of that parent who makes the kids smoke all the cigarettes kind of reasoning here. I would say like once. Once a month in school, yeah, in between every single period. How, how old are we? What what, what high school? Okay. So high school freshmen through high school seniors, <laughs> right at the age when you're really going to start trying this. Yeah, instead of workshop classes like mm-hmm. woodshop, this is this is what we're doing. Now it's right when the bell rings for you to go to your next period. They, basically, <laughs> the day is going to get longer by like uh, 34 minutes. Wow, because they're going to add in four minutes. 
And what they're going to do in between the periods yeah. is you have to shotgun a beer right when the bell rings Damn. in between every single class. Well, you know what you got to do to make sure they don't drink it in class? Mm-hmm. What you got to do is you have to hold the beers in the ceiling of the of like the walkways and all like, you know, just the thoroughfares within the school itself. Have that be a net. And then as soon as the bell rings and the kids walk by, maybe there's some like kind of laser that they, they cross. That net opens up and those beers fall two, three stories. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So then do you feel like one of the motifs for this week's episode is that you're going to do a two, you know what I would do is one in yours and then one where you modify all of mine. I'm not doing, I'm not modifying. Oh, oh no. Oh no. I'm I was just asking. Out. I was just asking. Oh no. I was totally satisfied uh, with mine. You weren't I was even done yet. Satisfied. Yeah, I was. But, but then I helped you out then. No, so I, I want to say something. So I added something nice to yours. You added words. Yeah. Yeah, there's nice. certainly more So look, if you want to say that this is the motif, then I'll agree with you. Sure, I'll do it. If that's what you want, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We're going way back in time, and uh, we're going to have... How far? <laughs> I mean, it's honestly... The conversation is going to let us know how far. Right. We're talking first historical bits i don't even know if they're written down yeah my assumption is they're not written down i'm talking old-timey historical characters doing like a little bit yeah people who are just ribbing each other having a good time yeah or just doing something silly like like surely there was someone in in ancient egypt who was doing like mr bean style quiet physical comedy like he was a slave but then he also had a little bit of that roberto benini making the best out of the holocaust kind of thing where he's still goofing he's goofing and everyone's kind of like that's actually pretty funny these are terrible times but uh that's actually pretty funny i guarantee someone in the fertile crescent like an emergency civilization like would yeah. dude, like tuck this wiener and just like kind of walk yeah. around <laughs> everyone was like that's oh, awesome that's, that's fucking awesome high five and i'm like picking yeah. sheep up and throwing them and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah so, because the the instinct to be funny it has to be an emergent trait from like the earliest earliest times of you know human history but that's what makes us so specific like human beings doing that right that's like yeah. a whole thing with like chat you don't see a lot of animals doing the bits no they don't or like if they do if i see like let's say a primate do it it's like something violent like they'll slap and i and i think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're laughing even, even. yeah or they'll like cut something's head off oh. and then like take a shit in its skull <laughs> and, and just, you're like yeah they're losing it laughing funny. yeah it's like funny I to them think. and that's an inside joke yeah right you know, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. i don't get it but all right yeah sure. i think dolphins laugh too I no think, i'm sure that they all have these versions of something that like serves no purpose yeah, but, but it makes them laugh yeah, or but something none of those animals ever crushed you know what i'm saying none yeah. of those animals ever done the improv yeah yeah you know yeah because well, they haven't streamlined the humor they're not really feeling it out it's like a one to one kind of right, uh, right, delivery right. system, and that's the problem. That is part of the. But problem. that's also probably where the first bits came from, one to one, right? Like, because imagine that same way. Yeah. You're, let's just let's just use Egypt for an example. Right? It, it's interesting to try and picture good comedy popping off in ancient Egypt. Yes, it's yes. kind of fun. But they, I mean, they, an advanced culture like yeah. so many. Like, I feel like if uh, you gotta let loose, you gotta relax at yeah. certain times. And this is the so, guy who first saw a, a giant deity with a big cat head probably laughed and got killed. Probably, and so, so it kind of then killed off a little bit of laughing at yeah, that and kind of pushed it. the humor elsewhere. He, he was like mummified alive. That yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That yeah it was like, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what is it called in the mummy? The Amundai, I want to say, is what they say the name of the curses that they do to whatever that, happened to that guy. Imotet. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's actually like, can't, yeah. don't laugh at that, bud. Don't laugh at that. Yeah, it's like when your king is a god, which is, it's been like projected throughout time even yeah. now. It's like, that's just how it, it's hard to kind of rib them. Yeah. But I love the, like, gestures. But if one of the old time kings 
Kings was a, a, a jokester. A prankster. That would be like he, that would be the first George Clooney. Yeah, but because then everyone's going, like, he loves pranks. Yeah, but, but that again, guy gets everything poisoned. is so. But everything's so violent back then too that you know the prank is always someone's head in yeah. the box. But the, but that guy gets poisoned quick. Yeah, because they're like we can't. And then they could have easily saved him, but they all thought he was doing a bit when right. he was dying of yes, poison. Yes, exactly. They, yeah. and they're like, he's yeah, like, like, actually, he's I like, love this. He's, he's really good today. He's spitting up black ooze. And then for like that whole eighteen-hour dinner, they just left him there, and they're like, and they're he like, commits wow. to the bit. I think he fell asleep. He commits to the bit. I think he fell asleep. Now he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The jesters are wild. They were like the the one thing that was purposely in place within courts to like rib the king to keep them grounded and humble. And they were saying crazy shit to them. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes they fucking die. Yeah. But like part of the agreement was as long as you stay like right on the line, you can say and do whatever. I, I think that I would be really, really well. The thing I was thinking about jesters is like they're working that same room for a long time. It's hard to not become grating. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be really good at court jesting for like the first like week or so. Yeah. And everyone would be like, he comes in, he comes in with so much material. He's working yeah. on all this stuff. He's got all this stuff. And then by that second week, I'm just going like, well, you're a, I mean, you fat loser Come to on. the king. Yeah, and you, I'm just done. Yeah. They skin you alive. Cause I just get so, I, I lose it. I but lose the interest. That's your it's problem. A problem you, I have. you dumped so much, so yeah. heavy, so fast. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like dole it out slowly. No, exactly. Longevity. Where it's like, you want to let them know that there's like a base layer that's always going to be good yeah right and like the quality not the quality yeah. but i should say the quantity will grow right mm-hmm. also depending on what's going on we well, got to come up with a format you got to come up with a format exactly. like if i were a court jester honestly and i'm not stealing anything from david letterman but okay. i would always i would always end my set with a top 10 list wow smart yeah i also would bring just in a band. fill that thing in i'd have That's a live smart. like accompaniment yeah. of, like you know electric guitar full full piece yeah. and all that stuff in but there. you're not going to want to run the band yourself you're going to want paul schaefer no, to of do of course it. you do yeah no no that's yeah. that's something i throw to you bring right? you bring paul schaefer in there you make sure you're under the good Right. CBS and whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you just make sure that you want the show to go as as long as possible. Right. And you're going to change out some of the bits and stuff. Stand up a little bit of, the, you know, sort of riff stuff at the top. Sketch. Interview some comedians. Yeah, right, and right, 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 right. The thing. You also want to bring in different like peasants if they have like a unique skill. That's right. Like, oh, this peasant can peel a potato with their teeth. Let's mm-hmm, watch that. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. That's cool. You know what I mean? And then yeah. we'll boil and eat it as like an LOL. But uh, you also kind of want to establish a hierarchy, right? Yeah. Yes. Obviously, like I'm at the lowest pole. I'm a gesture. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But if I can create like an environment where while we're watching me do my thing, I actually have status. Everyone I'm interacting with is just like just below me, or maybe at the same level, whatever. That's a fun interactive thing. So like I I know why you know those things didn't get passed during the kingdom era and yeah. feudal times because you know what it's a lot of money in production. All right, you're going to have to give every single peasant, what, a TV? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, come on. No, and TVs no, no. don't exist. It's so just going to have to you guys, like, have don't a exist box. Yet. Yeah. And then you, what you're doing is you're asking other people to like, like word of mouth, see exactly what's happening, then ha- relay almost in, in real time. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense. Cause you, like the chain of people whispering mm-hmm. to tell whoever that performer is inside that box. Because yeah. I get also, it's like. Plus to make sure that the box is like always working and that people are respecting <laughs> oh it. You're going to need a whole staff of people. You're going to need. First of all, you're going to need to invent the phone because now people are going to want to call the place yes. who knows how to run the box because uh-huh. you're not going to be able to just and you don't want to walk there every time people are calling to complain as well just about the material uh, the exactly. i didn't like that bit i didn't like that yeah. commercial you know you're like, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. dude. Well, you know what? they bring it up to the king <laughs> yeah suddenly yeah. people are calling in they're going they stole the election from us <laughs> come on they man. stole the election from there us. was never an election okay it's ordained by god don't you understand the manna from heaven is bestowed upon the crown bud don't you <laughs> next read? caller let's do it come on yeah so that that's pretty intense i get it it's hard man I, well, I picture that. Well, here's the thing I'm thinking about is that all the earliest guys doing bits, women doing bits, people doing bits. They, them, they, didn't, yeah. write them, they didn't write them down. No. 
They didn't write it down. Well, so those people did. are remembered. No, it's only the big timers who wrote saying, whole it, comedies and, or did a whole it, long it, hieroglyph I'm comedy. I'm saying like they might have. It just like those materials were lost to time. Sure. Like fine. I'm just saying they could have. Sure. I'm just saying. Sure. But like, yeah. That's I'm just all saying, I'm saying too. All right. I think actually like it was probably was like a water world scenario where the first bits were like tattooed on people. Yeah. You know, that was the first vaudevillian thing where they would just have a guy walk in there completely naked with tattoos of different bits. And then people would just like in the town square read them and just laugh. You know what I mean? And yeah. that guy would do just like, all right, now on to the next town. Now, here's what I would do about historical bits is I would make it so that we someone in comedy, some sort of anthropological comedy minded sort of person should go back and break down periods in human history into the most popular bits of that time yeah you know like i know that in the in the like middle ages like like just someone getting hurt was like really really popular and like kids hurting adults and like mockery and all that sort of stuff was really popular and like uh things rhyming i know was really popular in like the 1920s and all this sort of dumb the cats but that doesn't rhyme uh but you know just break down i can't do it i'm trying to do it right now i can't do it because it's not my gift it's not my gift because you're good now i'm barely good now yeah but back then you would have been bad mm-hmm. and that's a that's a testament to your ability now i really appreciate that you know but yeah if you could just break down all historical times in human history into just give me a sentence give me a quote and then funniest bit of the time this is what i would do about historical bits i know for a fact and i'm not even saying this hyperbolically or anything <laughs> that's even fake all right that there is a highlander type comedian that has been alive forever okay Mm. and same scenario they have to behead each other and absorb each other's comedic talents and they keep growing and growing okay and the the highlander person that is existing throughout time right now that's just like it looks like the last one ever it's jimmy fallon and jimmy fallon i believe if you put him in any time period throughout history would do great yeah he's probably gonna land he's probably gonna land he's probably gonna crush that's true because he's also adaptable exactly he's adaptable yes exactly because he can and he appeals to the masses. That's what I'm saying. And I actually am not even kidding. I think you're right. He really would. It, it would really work in all these different <laughs> he, times. Of course, he knows how to play an instrument. Yeah. Right. He can sing. He can dance. Mm-hmm. He can do impressions. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Like he's going to. He, Jimmy Fallon is a Highlander. Of That's actually really interesting history. that this came into a big PR thing for Jimmy Fallon, who <laughs> needs our PR. He really does right now. Yeah. He's hurting. <laughs> so that's what I would do. Let me tell you something crazy. I've never seen Highlander. You've never, I've never I, caught I, that. Yeah, sure, dude. Cool. These aren't little fun little asides you have anymore. It makes you interesting. It's actually pissing me off. Okay. You haven't seen Highlander? I'm going to edit all this part the, out. It doesn't matter. I'm talking I thought, to you. I thought that you were going to say we should have a boys night and watch it. No, I don't. You know what? That's a you night. You figure that shit out. Okay. <laughs> Is it not that good? You it's don't great. Watch it? Is it good? Oh, I'm going to watch it on my I'm going to watch it when I get home today. There's like a TV show of it now, yeah, right? Yeah, there was. Uh, is it there good? There was. Have you seen it? Parts. Is it enjoyable? I haven't remembered it. <laughs> you haven't? Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. mentioning this i was talking about this it's an interesting sort of thing but and as i was trying to describe it to joey for this he he gave the name and i really like the name the the name he wrote down is interest conversion yeah which is basically when when someone likes something and you don't like it and they would will not stop trying to convince you to like it yeah i find it very interesting i don't know like Sometimes I'll have that, it, you know, like um, if I really, you know, I, I like I love the movie in Bruges. And I remember one, one time someone told me they didn't like that movie. And I was like, how do you not like that movie? What do you mean? It, you know, but it, it is hard because we're not right. 
just because we like something. Right. But sometimes it can feel like you have to tell someone to like it. I, or obviously sometimes I feel that way with chess where I'm like, well, you should get into chess. If you get into chess, then you're going to be like, you know, I'm yeah, like, people don't like it, that but you don't have to do that. I think in a lot of ways it's, it's the uh, person you're speaking to's response and then their opinion on top of yours, right? Let's say just like this guy is like, yeah, I didn't like it. Whatever the fuck, uh, whatever. That dismissiveness is like, he's yeah. just wiped you off the board. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like they're like, oh, no, I get it. You don't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You idiots. You yeah. thought it was good. You fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. Everything else you say right and, and, so, and so now, yeah, uh, that's probably true that then you're responding to be like, quiz me right now. Yeah, I know everything about that movie. But <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know yeah, it. I don't yeah, like it. Yeah. So there's there I think that's a huge part of that because if someone was just if someone said, "You know, what? I've heard of that movie. I heard it was really good. Just never saw it." Yeah. Like, oh, you got to then. It's Well, I actually hate that more than anything. I, I find it so annoying when but someone keeps telling to me like, to see a movie. Oh, no, no, no just, just generally when somebody just keeps telling me I have to see a movie, I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." Uh, yeah, okay. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. You know, do I they just like don't. do they put like handcuffs on you, like force you into a room to watch it together? Honestly, I wish they would. I would, I would almost make that my, you know, what I would do. Yeah, where it's just like, you know, I, it's it's uh, the the more that someone says that I have to, you got you gotta go home and watch Roman Holiday, or whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. I was just like, I unless you can fix it for me right now, I don't care. I don't care. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Unless throw it on right now, and I'll, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm I have done that so many times where I've asked people to like watch some like deep cut comedy thing. Yeah, and they just can't care. Yeah. Just, their interest for these things are just so limited or just like, yeah, look, man, like I'm sure it's funny. Yeah. And like the fact that I'm going to keep pausing and be like, but did you see why that happened? Yeah. Like, that, nobody wants that. I, in, I in, in my it. life, it's largely led to me just not even ever talking about what I enjoy watching. Right. You know, because I'm just like, ah, I don't want to have to even do that. It's funny because you keep on bringing chess up a lot. Yeah. I like, said what I'm watching. Yeah. But you watch. You don't watch chess. No, I'm in it. I live it. I breathe it. <laughs> I do watch. I do love to watch online chess, like to or, or like to watch we like a podcast. But like we're right now uh, when we're <laughs> recording this, but this will come out in like a couple weeks, I guess. But uh, right now it's the the uh, World Cup, the Chess World Cup, and it's a lot of fun. Shit, it's going also on. the U.S. Women's. Oh, that's World right. Cup. Yeah, they just passed Denmark. Maybe. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't Good. really know anything about and that. When I'm like, oh, isn't it the World Cup? It's not the U.S. Women's World Cup. No, it's the U.S. Women's World Cup. They're going to fucking win it. Uh, uh, and I'm saying that for a fucking fact. Uh-huh. Put me on the Vegas line, baby. I'm going to bet $100 million. I'm going to fucking it, win it is back. It, wait, is it, the, is it the Men's World Cup too? No, it's a Women's World Cup. So they're not in the same year? I, I think they're like, uh, no, no, because Messi just won. Was it two years ago or a year ago? I have no, I literally have no idea. Dude, but, I. but I love when it is the World Cup. I, I love when the soccer heads ask you to go watch. I it, like it hasn't happened to me obviously in a while, but there was there were some fun times in LA when when everyone was watching the World Cup. It is fun. Everyone yeah. comes together. Everyone's wearing American jerseys. You're yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, yeah but it, there's also like a, a lot of people wearing Brazil yeah, jerseys, well, of course, yeah. which is exciting. I go like, oh, cool. Is that the team to root for? Every, every World Cup, Mike put on an American jersey and goes, "I'm America first. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think like, over wait, 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 wait. <laughs> This is what I would do about interest conversion. Yeah. Okay. And I know conversion is a triggering word, obviously, uh, but I, I would actually set up a system. I'd set up a, like a, a compound where my specific interests yeah. were being run. Okay. And people who did not like them or were yeah. interested in them, maybe casually like, like had heard of them. I bring them in. Yeah. You like clockwork orange, all of these people into watching Garth Marenghi's dark place. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, I, and it's not one. It's like you said earlier. It's like, oh, quiz me. He's like, oh, I will. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. will. And it's that's what it should. I, wow. I'm going to, I'm jumping on this one. I, I would like to share this one with you because I do agree there should be a quiz. If you can get a hundred percent on the quiz and still not like it, 
then you win. And I'll never, I'll never bring yeah, it up again. Go. Okay, great. Because I, I would say when I, when I dislike something, like just let me think of some random thing I don't like. I don't like um, <laughs> Emily in Paris. I think it's really good, but I don't like it. Right. But so what I'll do, what I'll do with something when I don't like it is I'll just still watch all of it. Then I, then I feel educated to, no, no, to no. explain why I don't like hey, it. You, you're like that is evil. You're like a CIA op. Dude. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's just, well, I have to understand it before yeah. we destroy it. Like, I go, that, well, Emily shouldn't have replaced her boss. That's <laughs> your first problem right there the boss spoke french she should be there emily shouldn't be there does anyone know her last name that's <laughs> lim paris oh my god i always think i i anytime i think of emily in paris i always think of Alyssa lim paris because i go like it sounds very very it similar to her yeah like she, I, I, should have been but the difference honestly that would have been a, a lot better i would have been hilarious yeah <laughs> but this is the I, I love that but the idea like oh they can take the test and if they don't like it they yeah. can leave no no they gotta like it and oh, I, okay and i'm actually having I well it's interesting because you initially agreed with me when i said that well, but so now, now first, 30 seconds have gone by and no, no, you changed because, because I'm under I'm like thinking about it, I'm like yeah. I actually don't like that yeah because it's interesting no, you're conversion. entitled to that it's you're entitled to conversion. that yeah. yeah so they have to convert. and you're saying it's 100% conversion rate exactly. success no always, matter what always yeah. right and they're like oh you okay. had like you had 100 people like uh, submit to this class uh, um, schedule uh-huh. but only 20 came out what happened to the other 80 <laughs> yeah. and I'm like I don't know yeah I don't know you're like, do you like Squid Game? No, and they're I like, not really. Up. And you're like, all right, come with and me. And then they look into the compound. Everyone's like got shaves head. You know what I'm saying? They're all uh-huh. wearing like white robes and they're just like following me around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a cult compound. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. We're in two slightly different <laughs> ones here then. Yeah. I'm going to separate mine from yours but a little bit. Once they decide that they like it, they're free to go. Yeah. Free to go. But it's the craziest thing is no one ever goes. That's the same. Everyone just stays. Everyone wants to stick around and watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, <laughs> which I totally get because it's a fucking awesome show, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. It's so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, sh- I should have said Ghost Adventures. I should have picked something that is actually objectively bad. Uh, but you know what's the irony on that? More people watch Ghost Adventures than they That's do Garth true. That's so true. That is Garth true. Garth is actually the deep cut that is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I guess I nailed it. flipping now if there's anything i'm absolutely certain you would be bad at it's house flipping what why well just because you're the laziest and most impossible to motivate person i've ever met in my life with you okay yeah but also every one of our shared friends has has some story that supports this yeah anytime any of us ask you to do anything that requires even a modicum of physical labor you just you <laughs> physical labor. yeah that's a physical flip, flipping a house is physical labor i'm not actually taking a house and flipping it okay upside down. well you'd be no i know that but you'd also <laughs> Which be I fucking could but you'd also be terrible at designing the flip like at designing interiors no, no no so I there's no part of it no, so no, to no. me i'm like just hey joe you know what else is crazy i would also be bad at it and i can admit that without out of problem. Oh, I'd be bad at it. It's not something I would excel at at all. You just admit that you'd be bad at because you would be know. bad at literally every I level of it. I wouldn't. From grunt all the way up to architect, you no, would be no, bad no. at it. No, no, you'd no, be no. bad at managing the First entire up, project. You'd be bad at. No. You'd be bad at renting it out. No. You'd be bad at the entire thing. No. Yes. When you said you grunt, would not be paying your let people. Let me just say this, and I don't have to because they had to earn that paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you said all the way from grunt. All the way to architect. Yeah. I thought grunt was a made up word that you were going to go grunt all the way to Trindle. I thought you were going to do that. Right. And that got me juiced up. And you yeah. didn't do that. And that pissed no. me out of my ass, dude. Yeah, but I would say that if you were running like a house flip, you would spend all of the resources on making up the names for the division of labor. And no one would be able to follow any of it. And anytime someone used one correctly, just to assert dominance, you'd say it was wrong. And so it's constantly changing based on your weird need to assert dominance. Nothing gets flipped. It gets repossessed. You go to jail. That's just what would happen. And you know what I do in jail? I flip that jail, buddy. <laughs> flip I, that jail! 
It's sad to me that you think I'm not going to be good at Halfway because I have so much no, money. What, no, what is all it? No, here's what it is. It, here's what is sad is that you can't admit that you would be bad at it. It's like disturbing to me. Like, just admit it. Admit something you're bad at. Um, I guess getting you to understand that I'm good at something. Okay. Okay. That's a start. Honestly, that's a start. You admit that you're bad at that and uh, that it's not working. Well, I admit that you have a problem understanding yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. So then by <laughs> now by round two, you're already stepping away from the admission. Like that's just, it, it's, a, it's a sickness. I wish Oliver Sacks hadn't died so he could study you. Why, man? If Oliver Sacks came to my house, I'd kick his fucking you ass. Really, he, he was like a, I think he still holds a record in California for deadlifting so or powerlifting I'm or something. Alive, dude. He He's was like, an incredibly jacked British man. If he, Oliver he was, Sacks wanted to deadlift me, yeah. he wouldn't have it because I'm alive. Neuroscientist extraordinaire. One of the most empathetic writers of all time. Good luck I love him. into this computer, bud. Yeah, no, I actually do think, and he's, he dealt with so many people across so many spectrums of neuro like neurodiversity he would interact with you and he would just go like i think the only answer is termination <laughs> and i'd say do it then you got the fucking balls <laughs> and all of this because you can't admit you would not be good at house because flipping you think i'm not good yeah, at but house you flipping. definitely would not I'd be crush dude in the la new york apartment flips oh I my would crush, god you crush. would get eaten alive no fucking way i would dude i would oh my, dude i would dominate 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 yeah. first off dye my hair jet fucking black yeah. okay dye my eyebrows jet fucking black dye my eyes jet fucking black okay okay so people interact with me yeah. they know Oh, this guy's hey, It's the guy from Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> Isn't that the guy from fucking Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, I was thinking System of a Down. No, System no, of a Down. No, that's, that's right. You're, the guy with the, he had uh, the bass, I think the bass player. And System of a Down. And all of them at one point had those like pitch black <laughs> yeah. limp biscuits. No, yeah, guys yeah, but it was well. it was System of a Down for sure is the one I'm thinking of. But, but I appreciate you still trying to give me credit. No, no, I don't you, deserve it. No, you do. I got a 75. It was early. I got to take the course it again. It was early 2000s. People had those giant uh, what you call little light contacts. Contacts in the, the, that covered the entire eye it was scary as hell, but it was really fun to look at. I really but, wanted some of those. Who didn't? Okay, but apparently if you don't get the right prescription or something, that they can really hurt We're your eye. Okay, eyes, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that, nor would I ever put the research into it at no. that time. But luckily now I do, and that's why I'm not done. But if I'm flipping apartments in New York City as well as homes, I know for a fact that I'd be making buku bucks, my <laughs> bud. Wow, all of all of that time wasted just to say the same thing again. Now, the thing for me though that I like when it comes to house flipping is it's something I really admire in other people. When someone else is good at it, it's it's basically the biggest flex that there is. Like uh, uh, if I discover someone is good at that exact skill, I'm so impressed. I have we have been uh, like drowned by those kind of shows and those personalities and that business model yeah. that I, I think we we have not for a long time, at least this is just me personally, taking a second to reflect on like, wait, should we, should we do this? Like, is this, is this something that so many people should be doing? Is this, is this affecting the housing crisis? I think it really depends on like, you know, a lot of factors to, you know, like <laughs> there are a lot of them where I think they do a genuinely bad job. And so I, it's I think terrible. most of them, are, I don't, I don't think it's most, I don't think it's most. Well, I, I think a lot, of them actually have like because they're actually trying to employ all the people doing those things and they're actually trying to give a good product i think, so. I think, I think the lower on the rungs of the hgtv shows that you go and you know i think it definitely gets worse see i'm not even thinking of the the personalities on tv i'm thinking of the people doing it doing it <laughs> oh, oh like just people out in the world flip 
flip house yes. flippers I, I in general. I oh yeah, no, no, I agree that they're really bad. That's what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Corners, I, I thought you were cost. specifically talking about shows. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Some no, of the shows are like we're going to build this house in 30 seconds. You're like, that's yeah, not enough yeah, time. Yeah, but you can do yeah. a full demo. What a the lot fuck? of it is very scary. Yeah, you're like, how can this be a good home? No, I think you're right about like house flipping because it's also a thing you hear in that world of like someone will go like, oh well, this is just a flip, and they basically mean that it's like it was a super fast turnaround. Everything is cheap and it just looks like it's good, yeah, but it's right, all right, terrible. Right. And then there's like a family of six coming in. They're like, this is our first home. We yeah. like, they all fall right <laughs> through the floor. <laughs> yeah. And you just hear them screaming for so long. You're like, such Joey is really flipped good. it. I bet it would have been a good house. I'm like, yeah, yeah it would have. They're like, Joey did flip it. That's why you're in an infinite <laughs> falling pit right now that, that never ends. And that room. Okay. It's going to cost you an extra 30 grand. Mm-hmm. Mm, that actually seems cheap for an infinite uh, pit. Well, it's not, it's not a problem for me to make those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just have the tech for that particular thing. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's weird because a lot of the stuff just in, like, house fixing in general, I oh, feel like a lot of people do, like, everyone's trying to do it for as cheap as possible to pay crazy. as many other people yeah, as yeah. much as they can. Whatever. Yeah. It's all – everything everything around money it turns sour so it's fast. So, so fast. Especially when it's just, like, very, very few people – and I think this is why they're so expensive. Uh, like, there's a, that couple – I forgot their names. They live in New York, and they go around, uh, like, uh, I think they're interior designers, but they spend, like, every penny on, like, the nicest things they can. What so do they look like? The two dudes, uh, they just have a, they just have a son – like really chic looking guys. Ooh, ooh, Nate Burkus. Yes, yeah, Nate Burkus, and I want to say Jeremiah. Something like that. They, they, Nate they, and Jeremiah. They have like a G wagon. They always have like the nicest cars, nicest clothes. Like they're just like they. The guy has black hair and blonde and, hair, and then the other has blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then the blonde one's like like startlingly handsome. They're hot guys. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like Nate Burkus. When, when like when they go in, they do. Uh, I remember them being a part of like one of these competitions where they just bring in the different personalities from HGTV. Uh-huh. And everyone's working on one home. Everyone does. A room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, their yeah. room was like starkly different than everyone else's because yeah. they they put the you could tell like oh the entire budget was visual. Yeah, like they weren't like nothing was like trying to like cut a corner or like do something to modify. They're like, hey man, we're gonna make this work based on like what you've given us, and we're gonna find the best materials to yeah, do so. Yeah. And you could tell. I feel like Bobby from uh, Queer Eye does that. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. he he really nails it as well. Also, like everything seems so sturdy. He did not get the shine he needed in the last season during COVID. Because they just couldn't be in the house while they were filming uh, because of like COVID restrictions, et cetera. Uh-huh. And I was like, what a shame, dude. We didn't get to see like him. Like, he, his, what that he stuff. does is so impressive. So it's cool. unbelievable. And Easily the most impressive. It's really hard to do an interior design. Like, like just to see a space and be like, oh, man, I like a blank room. Be like, yeah. I know exactly what goes in here. Oh, well, let me say. Lauren's dad's an architect and Lauren has like a great design eye and it's actually insane the way that they will both walk into a space and, and just immediately know. start engineering. It's so bizarre. Do you think so that's, that's like, like a pretty natural thing or like that's like, oh, through time? I mean, yeah, I probably a little bit of both. Like, yeah, yeah, it's nature sure, and nurture, sure. I would say. Like, you know, there's, yeah. But like, even like to have the confidence to talk about it and theorize about it, uh-huh. like I feel like that comes with nurture, you know, like how you're raised, what yeah. your parents do and all that sort of stuff. Because I, prior to that experience, I I've never once talked about what a room could be. I'm I've like, never hung I out guess my this boys. is just the meth room, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's already the meth room. I so I guess it's the meth there. room. I can see needles there. Yeah. I've never been hanging out with my boys and we just like go into a bar, a restaurant, any space and been like, I want to move that sofa over there. Yeah. You know what I do with the rug? And that pisses me off yeah. because that's the conversation that's needed to like, you think that's, that's natural interior design. I think I think people have that like like that, yeah. uh, that they want to talk about that's that true shit. that is true oh I see I kind of thought you were kidding but yeah no no Lauren does that where she's like oh those chairs should be over there I'm like oh uh-huh. there, there are chairs yeah, in here exactly. she's like you're sitting on one I'm like 
And I'm sitting? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All that shit. Like, yeah, there's just like an attention to detail that has escaped me when it comes to rooms and designs and layouts, fabrics, yeah. wallpaper, color. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's but so that's many why, things. That's why my house flips are all so simple. Yeah. And when you go in there, everything's just like there's- Well, because you literally flip the entire house upside down and yes. now nothing can work at all. Underground. And then you're making, the every, you're making everyone play that Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling song <laughs> and you're dancing around on the ceiling because the house is flipped and everyone's like- this was all of our money. We put all of our money into this. You said we're going to literally flip it, but we thought you you meant figuratively. We thought you meant figuratively. I'm just staring at him and be like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> yeah, as you're just still slow dancing to dancing on the ceiling. Do, what do you want? So you're going to dance with me or what? And guess what? The flipping process, that's on you now. Mm. You got to sell it. I don't mm. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually look down on that. I, I think it's I actually sick. think that's morally wrong. I think it's fucking sick what you're doing to the American people, you piece of shit. Here's the thing I do about house flipping is I would... I would take people like me who have no ability to do it, and then I would give me an infinite budget, and then you let me flip one house just so I can see how bad I am at it. Wow. Just to teach me a lesson. What I really want in my whole life, and it could even become part of my my overall conditionals for the entire series, is I want a billionaire to take me under his hateful wing and use all of his money to show me what an idiot I am. Oh, nice. Yeah. But that means like a lot of theme parks, a lot of ice cream dates. You know what I'm saying? Like You're actually getting treated pretty well. Well, why? Because you're picturing the one episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns and Homer do that? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, there's a great book called The Magical Christian that that episode is based on. And it's and it's really great. And it's just about a guy who has a ton of money uh, and who just uses it to just fuck with people. Like he, he fills up like this big like uh, like pool with like animal fat and like all this nasty stuff in like the Chicago heat. And then he puts like a shitload of cash in it. And then he just like tells people like they can go in there and get it if they're like willing to debase themselves. And, and, and they that. do, I'm sure. And oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course yeah, yeah. yeah. Great book. Really um, disturbing. This is what I would do about house flipping. And it comes down to just the, the build. And I always feel like these things are shoddily built. Things are going to fall apart. Handles are going to drop off. Yeah. Plumbing's bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what I would do is to keep those people accountable, the people who are making these houses and flipping them and look hey that's an opportunity to make money that's part of the business model within capitalism in america you're legally allowed to do it fine i'm not trying to stop that shit i want everyone to get their nut but what i want is i want people to make sure what they're buying is something that can last right there's gonna be wear and tear naturally but it shouldn't be right when you get the fucking turnkey you know what i'm saying so anytime within like let's say a five-year period right of like a natural whatever's like whatever that is could be eight years could be three could be two whatever it is that's supposed to be like a house should be like built brand new should last until this time, mm -hmm. right? Outside of anything crazy that you've done. Maybe you're shotgunning beers in the house and you're breaking through the drywall. That's their own Perfect problem. callback. Thank you so Perfect much. Perfect callback. You. Definitely necessary. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Because people forget. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And if they you, want to remember. Exactly. They want to go like, what were they talking about earlier that could randomly be plugged <laughs> in here that doesn't fucking matter beers, at all? <laughs> okay. So what I would do is if there's any problem in the home, anything broken, anything kind of like, you know, not working the way it should be, I get to go to that person who flipped the home. I got the person who like, you know, was the 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 head of this build, right? And I get to take one of their bones. I get to go into their skin and rip out one of their bones. Yeah. And I'm like, you get this back yeah. when you fix it. That's smart. And then when they do, then I can... Is it always the same bone? or yeah, any bone I want. Collarbone, wow. hip bone. Yeah. Eye bone. Knee bone. It's connected <laughs> to the... Well, great. I really love that a lot. And that's, again, that's not a threat to anybody. It's just to hold people accountable. It sounds threatening. It's not. It sounds threatening, I'm telling though. you it's I'm not. just telling you it sounds threatening. And I'm threatening. telling you right now it's not. But I can Can you acknowledge that it sounds threatening? I can acknowledge anything I want. That'd be awesome. Could you acknowledge the thing I asked you to acknowledge? And say it again. 
that it sounds threatening to say that you can take anyone's bone if they don't do exactly the job you want them to do. Not any kind of job. It's when you botch a fucking house build that I just. And you paid. don't think you sound threatening? Right I, now. I don't think I sound threatening at all. Okay. In the fucking least. Moving right along. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So here we go. You have it's like a godlike power, like to basically like grant good things to happen to people like you can create this sort of like protective, like I don't know what we want to call it, like almost like an embryo around the people that you love. An right? Aura. Yeah. And, and, and it lasts it lasts for exactly one week. OK. Cool. But like during that week, it's like you you are guaranteeing really good things are going to happen. Can I? Can However, I, can I do it to multiple you, people? Or just one at a time. Multiple people. Okay. Cool. But in order to make it work with each of those people, you have to do one thing, which is that you have to, and it's not sexual, but it appears sexual. <laughs> okay. You have to vigorously hump their dog in secret and then get caught by them. Okay. In order to grant them this aura of good luck. Not a problem. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you do it. Yeah. Of course I do. That's not a problem. Yeah. To make sure that my friends and loved ones have like a protective, not only, not only they're protected from any <laughs> ill happen to them, physical, yeah. emotional, mental, anything like that, but actually they get positive shit to befall them. Oh yeah. I, I will be somebody who's out there like, oh yeah, look dude, this guy's fucking animals. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? It, but it has to always be a surprise. So that means like, yeah, you yeah. don't just come into my house and do it. It's no, like, you have no, to I'm be in there and I then I'm like, it. I think he's in the kitchen and then we walk into our bedroom and you're humping my dog. I, I, I mean, at one point I go to prison for bestiality. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's not sexual. There's no, no penetration or anything. You got your pants matter, on. Dude. Like it's a repeat offense. Yeah. Man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I can't be around kids. I can't yeah. be around certain, like people are like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. It's kind of a Christ story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I'm definitely selfish in that way. Yeah. 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 So selfless. That's what I said. It sounded like selfish. So like, yeah, I help people out. I can't wait to edit this episode can, so I can hear if it was selfish or selfless. Can I do that to myself? No. Then I don't do it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't do it. You go to a salon. You want to get your you want to get your nose trimmed down. Mm. Now you obviously want to go to a cosmetic surgeon to get that done, but you don't mm-hmm. have the time for it. The Oscars are are coming up, and, and you I got friends who work in salons. Um, I'm just trying to support you, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to support you. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Sorry about that. No, you answered this one. <laughs> no, no, no. You can no, do, no, an, you can do another one. Or no, I don't, I don't really have it in me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I guess I'll go to the salon. Like, unless like you had something crazy or something or no, no. yeah. Yeah. So I'd go to the salon then. Yeah. So that's just what I would do. Yeah. You have a cavity and it really hurts. And my tooth. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And you have an anal cavity as well. Yes. But you have a cavity in your tooth. I've already got an anal cavity. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm just Another I'm one? just acknowledging it. No, I'm just acknowledging the main one. The OG anal cavity you already had. And anyways, so you're at the dentist and they're like, We gotta pull this tooth. They pull out your tooth. Fuck. And as they pull out your tooth, hundreds and hundreds <gasps> and thousands of dollars just come shooting out. That's it's, my like, money. it's like it's like yeah. yeah, you're immediately grabbing that's it my and screaming into my money. Yeah. You get all of it. And then the dentist goes, Whoa, oh. I've that's crazy. I've I've never seen that before, but that's in a lot of our medical textbooks. Some people have that where it's just like a huge trove of cash underneath their teeth. <laughs> and they packed it all up. You've got all the cash. And he goes like, well, it's only happened in, in the medical book I read. It's only happened like one or two times in history. Yeah. But as I understood it, if I you just into the great me, if you yank out the next set of teeth, like it, that cash is going to double. And then if you yank out the next, it's going to triple. And oh, if yeah, you na- do it. Yank out the next. Yeah. Okay. All of them. 
So you're gonna just yank you're gonna yank out all your teeth? I mean not right now, but I'm gonna make sure I have like a trash bag for the next run. Yeah. And then oh for sure. Yeah. You don't think I'm gonna get the best fake teeth possible even after the first run? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like right, that's already set up. Yeah. Because they're gonna actually to get like the best teeth ever. It's like it's gonna cost sixty grand. I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. fucking nothing. No, sign me up, bitch. That came out of the first cavity, yeah, exactly. my A news. <laughs> right. And then when I get like Done, done. Because I actually have shark teeth where I have rows of teeth behind my teeth. And those teeth keep growing and growing and growing. Like, I have endless No, that's not true. Yes, it is no, true. No, it is not yes, true. Yes, it is true. No, it is not yes, true. Yes, it is true. Okay, great. Moving you right along. inside my mouth. You're moving even, right along. You don't even know what's inside my fucking mouth. I have rows of teeth like a shark. Okay. Dumbass. Okay. Jesus Christ. So, you get the Oscars coming up, right? And you want to do something about your beard, right? Normally, you go to salon. But this time, you went to a cosmetic surgeon, all right? And you're talking to the surgeon. You're saying, listen, I want to do something with my beard. I want it to be like a five o'clock shadow permanently. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. He goes, you know how sometimes people get plastic surgery, men get plastic surgery in their face, and like then they, you can tell like it's weird because they when they grow a beard, it's like this, the hair follicles are like, I think it was here. Like the hair, you know what I mean? They go, it's all, it's all strange. The, the beard doesn't look the same for whatever reason, right? I'm sure the trauma from whatever the fuck it is, right? And you're explaining this to all the surgeon. He's like, yeah, yeah, I guess what he's like. Anyway, anyway, I, I don't want any changes to my jaw, right? Nothing at all. I don't. Want, I like the way I look. I just want you to make me have a five o'clock shadow permanently forever. I don't ever want to shave again, right? And he's like, uh, I, I could do one procedure that could be something. You're like, great, great. What is? He goes, well, what I could do is I could put about five hundred liters of Botox into your cheek and like upper mouth area, and, and that could do it. Five hundred liters seems like a lot. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. And you go, and you're, okay, great. He goes, well, I just want to say if I do that and uh, everything goes successful, that, that means like, yeah, you'll grow the hair, but also you'll lose all feeling in your face. And at the same time, I'll taste. Do you do it? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I wonder how much of it is a reflection of some deterioration in your brain that your conditionals are, are so the answer is just always no. <laughs> There's not even a pull toward the yes. I, that's my problem with you, man. Like, yeah. like you don't even want to try. It's, it's this bad thing and then this bad thing and then also this bad thing and then none of the good things. Would you do it? <laughs> like, what are you talking? No. You know, I'm envious of you that you live your life and everything's always roses and good gravy. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's definitely how I describe for my outlook. For the rest of us, you know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. it? For the rest of us, we got 500 liters of Botox being shot to our cheeks and yeah. face. Okay. Yeah. That's how it works. You're interviewing to work at The Gap and you're doing a great interview and everyone seems to really be enjoying you. And on the spot, the guy who's interviewing you, his name's Darren. He says, you're hired. In fact, can you start working right now? And so you jump right in and you're slinging shirts, you're slinging socks and you're doing it. You're doing a great job. Denim. It comes to the end of the day and they lock the door and they go like, wow, what a great day. Am Wasn't that a great inside? first day? Yeah. You're all still inside. You notice every single employee is still standing. Why are they locked the doors? And they've locked the door and then they go, all right, well, it's bedtime. It's bedtime. Yeah. That's what they say. And then they all look at each other and go, it's bedtime. It's bedtime. And then they all perfectly fold themselves up like t-shirts and, and stay right on the tables. What the fuck? And then fuck? you're like, uh, uh, and then you do it or you try to do it. Hurt my back. Walk me through it. Like, what do you, cause they're all, they seem so Zen when they tuck themselves back down into little shirts and lay on the tables. So are you going to, I mean, what are you going to do? I just want to say for the record, I take this fantastic conditional and I go, let's play with it. All right, let's have a good. Right, let's have a good. Time. Right, but the difference is mine gives you answer. a condition. Let me yeah, answer. Sure. Let me answer. Sure, sure, sure. Let me answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, I'm in some kind of. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? 
scenario, right? But everyone seems pretty nice. They, they seem not, but this is what's freaking me out. The door's mm. locked. Yeah. There's a pretzels on the way that I had my eye on since yeah. I got here and I wasn't able to get yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't know you were going to be spending the night. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that, right? Some hungy bungy, right? Yeah. Now, I tried to fold myself. And don't they need to eat? Like, what I the fuck is, or what are they? I don't know, shirts. Yeah. They look like they're I all think shirts. They are shirts, yeah. Right? Now, this have you is, considered that maybe they weren't always shirts? Uh, uh, no. Maybe you can convert to a shirt. It's not how I'm running it, dude. It so I try to fold myself it back, rhymes. try to fold myself forward. It ain't working, okay? I'm a little bloated because I haven't eaten. So I'm like, you know what I do? I start wearing, I put on all my coworkers as their t-shirts. <laughs> I put them all on. <laughs> put them all on, right? And I, they're screaming, whatever. Put on a nice, big, triple XL denim jacket to hide the shirts. And then I go out the front door. Oh, I don't have a key. I don't need it. I use one of the mannequins as a battering ram. I have to do it a couple times. I think yeah. a couple mannequins because that door is tough. Okay. Yeah. That glass is thick. And plus the mannequin hit that little bar that's right there. So sometimes I broke the mannequin before you even hit the glass. Yeah. So yeah, I lost that one. Okay. Yeah. I lost that one. But but I go to the back and there's some more mannequins. Except one of the things I realize is the mannequins are going, like, oh my God, they were former employees that were turned into mannequins. I've been smashing people oh into my that fucking God. wall trying to break the glass, right? That's crazy. So I pick yeah. up mannequin and i use one of them that scream as a battering ram i do i snap it it blows up the guts and the bones shatter oh, shit, right still through in the there. glass yeah and thank god they were because it helped me push through the glass right now i get through there i'm walking around i finally get outside the small is locked down shut down it's a ghost town i go to that what's pretzel stand you know what no one's working there but so what i've just committed a murder probably with yeah. other felonies I go and in the back. kidnapping no i didn't and assault <laughs> no i didn't so i go in the back there and i start cooking up my own pretzel except you know what i i decide i'm gonna do something that's different. not something you're gonna be good at yes it is. You're not going to be able to what figure I that out. What I do is because I always carry them on me and I forgot about them. I have uncooked sausage links in my socks. I pull them out. I wrap the pretzel in those sausage links. I cook that, salt that, and I put it out. By the time the cops arrive, they see what I've done. They go, holy shit, this is one of the best watchless pretzels I've ever had in my life. I go, yeah. I call it hidden meat. I call it bread with salt and hidden meat. And they go, I love that name. Not only are you not under arrest, you're king of them all. That's what I would do. Congrats. That was great. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right. You're at a Sandals resort, right? And it's Oscar season. <laughs> and you have to decide that, like, you know, if I'm going to be out there, you know, burying my chest, I want to make sure that I'm completely filled with hair. You know that it's not as popular right now, but you know it's going to crest back around. You want to be haired up, right? So you've been to the cosmetic surgeon. You've been to the salon. You've decided that, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere where people don't normally go. And you go in to where? Garnaceria, okay? You go to a meat market, right? And you go, listen, I know you guys are dealing with dead animals and like pigs and horses and all that shit. So like, can you please get any of that hair that was on the carcasses that you didn't just throw it out, throw it on my chest? And the meat market's like, yeah, 110. Everyone at meat market knows that all the skin that we have that come off from the animals, we just... We just keep, we hold on to it. You're like, that's crazy. I just, I just came over here asking because I assume when you get like food from like beef or whatever, it's just like the shank or the cut or whatever it is. Like, no, no, no. We get the whole animal and then we just shave it ourselves. And that's what we give you. Like, that's so cool. So they get all that hair from all the other animals, the pigs, the, 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 you know, the cows, the, the, the chickens, you name it, any, any animal, the squirrels, you name it, you name it, right? They cut all that hair right on top of you. Right. And they sew it into you. And then you're able to now find walk around with a chest full of hair like you've never done before what's the first place you go to show off that new head of hair <laughs> i guess like a pool or something yeah so you're at sandals resorts you just go back to the pool that's cool yeah. all right bye guys bye <laughs>